You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's the Dad Bod Golf Pod episode 27. And, you know, you may be missing not seeing uh, Nate and Ben right now. It's because I got a much more handsome dude that wanted to jump in and join. Good buddy of mine. We share the same birthday. Uh, uh, Zach Portamont. Uh, Zach, what's up, man? How's it going? I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, dude. So, uh, Zach, I've been talking to you a while. I wanted to have you on. Uh, we've known each other for a long time. Zach played college golf at Troy, four-year letterman, senior team captain. Um, he's been sort of like a journeyman tour tour pro, uh, been, a t- been a teacher. He's a TV star, big break. It was at Palm Beach, is that right? Yeah. Big break, Palm Beach, uh, and uh, just all-around awesome guy. Um, uh, we're just happy to have you, man. Yeah, no, I'm glad to be here. I don't know about the star part, but, you know, hopefully we'll change that over the next couple of years. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, Zach, we, uh, you know, the few episodes that we, you know, we were tw- 27 episodes in, and um, we're, we basically talk, talk about golf, just like your average Sunday group, nothing super technical, but we, we love nothing super official, but we just like to have, um, guys that, uh, are in the industry that can teach us something that we can learn from. And, um, uh, that's why I wanted to have you on because you've had so much experience all, you know, from like all facets of the game from, like I said, from playing college golf, junior golf, teaching, um, fitness, uh, and then some of the technology stuff too. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. That's out right now, but I kind of want to tell a little story first. So, uh, I got to tell, I got to tell the story of how we met. (laughs) This is my first impression, my first impression on, uh, on Zach. So Zach was in high school and I was sort of like a, uh, this is at Troy university in uh, Troy, Alabama. And I kind of got randomly paired with some of the guys on the golf team and I didn't, I wasn't playing golf on the, I was not on the golf team. I was not really playing a whole lot of golf. I just swung the club a lot. So they kind of, they kind of accepted me in. I was like a, kind of like a mascot. Really. I was more like a mascot, but so Zach's on a, uh, Zach's being recruited by Troy and the coach, uh, coach was like, Hey, it's Zach's birthday coming up. Y'all go, spend the weekend with him basically. So the whole yeah. golf team. You and Michael Fry. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the whole <laughs> Troy golf team. And they asked me to come too. We go to um, Andalusia, Alabama to hang out with Zach and, and play golf. And this is the funny part. This is, this is our, in our intro. Okay. So we partied way too hard the night before and then we went and played golf and this is the Troy golf team now. So there's like crowds around, there's people, you know, coming outside to watch us tee off and number yeah. 10, number 10 and number one at Andalusia are kind of side by side. So like we're going to split up some go off the back, some go off the front and our buddy Jay, Jay Harris starts off and he's possibly a little bit hungover and he's sort of like, he sort of like fats his driver into a tree right off the, right off the tee box. And I was like, okay, that's a, that's a real college golfer. That took a lot of the pressure on me. So then I get up and there is a, the, the pool, the country club pool is like right beside, not even really right beside. It's completely out of play. You can't it's, not in, it's, it's completely out of play. And there's a gazebo 
Okay. And I tee off and I hit every pole in that gazebo, just wraps around, totally save our buddy Jay. And uh, I'm sure that was just sure that was just a great impression uh, as far as the Troy. So everybody's like, this is the Troy golf team. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, that was, that was a fun time. Um, uh, I don't, I know that uh, that made a huge impression on you, Zach. Uh, That probably got you a sign with Troy, huh? That was, that was a good start. That was a good start. And we all, we all hacked it around. Zach obviously played great. And then, uh, so tell us about college. Tell us about like, transitioning from like small town it's out small town Alabama high school golf you go play in the Sun Belt um, for four years uh, senior team captain like what kind of tra- like how big of a transition like how long did it take you till you kind of like got your feet under you this that and the other man it took me two years I you know I had a different upbringing I grew up on a carnival I didn't really play that much junior golf um, right so uh, I was a, a decent player Fortunately, Matt Terry, the coach at the time, gave me a scholarship. Um, I was excited about it, all that kind of stuff. But when I got there, I got my brains beat in for the first two years. Um, honestly, really didn't belong in a D1 program, but I'm a very hard worker and kind of pieced it all together watching uh, watching players that were better than I. And, you know, finally got my feet up under me. My junior year, I started to see some good form. And then my senior year, you know, I played actually – good golf at some big events. I lost to Brooks Kepka in his home event. Um, had, I think, three or four straight top tens, was conference player, all that kind of stuff. So it was, you know, it was a good good change, and it kind of bridged the gap um, to turn professional. So it, it kind of did the job. When you were playing against Brooks then, did you, like, did you see it then or, or did, uh, did, did you think there was, there was something special about him then? Cause I kind of yeah. thought I've always heard he was kind of like, he was, he's not nearly as big as he is not, he was not nearly as big as he is now. No, he wasn't, man. He was, he and I were, you know, similar. Um, he's got a little bit of height on me, but I mean, it was probably 168 pounds somewhere around there, but wow. he was all around a, a very, very well-rounded player. You know, they make it out sometimes like he had to go to Europe to learn to play. And that's, it's kind of stretched. Like this, this guy was, he was solid, man. I mean, his long irons, everything. Um, he played a different game, but yeah, it's been impressive to see his transition and, and how he's kind of taken it from there and made it what it is now. Solid. Is that, is, who's the best college player you probably played with? Other, if, if it's not art, if it wasn't Brooks, who is probably the best player you played with? Or you saw play in college? I actually never thought about that. <laughs> Carlos Ortiz was probably the most consistent that I competed with. He and I were kind of neck and neck there my senior year. We had some really good rounds together. Good guy. Um, yeah. But I really can't – I really can't remember back that far. Clear, clearly, I mean, Brooks ended up being the best one. I mean, obviously, with uh, so far four majors and things like that. So, yeah. So um, far, so far. There you go. So, so far, far. Not yeah. Done yet. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. So, um, after you get done, after you get done with college, you graduate and win two thousand and twelve. Two thousand, basically. Yeah, middle of that year, I had a couple classes left, so somewhere around there, yeah, twelve. What do you do after? What's what's the what was the journey after that? Like, what do you do after that? I turned professional and kind of went out on my own. I played uh, mini tours that first year. Played really well. Never had the funding behind me. 
right. I had to do it alone. So I coached 2013 and played at the same time. Um, I think that first year average, like 69 at, I think, eight out of 13 nice. top tens and basically ran out of money even doing that and didn't have, like I said, the help to go on. So I started working. Right. And then it wasn't long after that uh, that the big break kind of came along. Right, it was yeah. maybe a, a year and a half or so after after that. Yeah, a year after that, I was in Prattville. I moved to Birmingham. I worked as a outside supervisor on both courses. My brother and I actually um, wasn't playing that much, but I was still working on my game. I still had the objectives that I've always had. So right. they, uh, I went to an event. Actually, I shot like sixty seven, sixty six. Hadn't played in I don't know ten weeks or something like that. And yeah. my buddy. Jimmy Brandt, actually my best friend. I know Jimmy, he yeah. Won, he won the previous one. So yeah. he put in a word. He was like, hey, this guy can really play. He doesn't have any money. You know, he'd be a good uh, – he's got a different background, not your typical country club right. kid. So um, I had an interview, went up, talked to the guys, and they asked what I was doing. I was like, well, I'm working. You know, I've got three jobs. I was bouncing at a bar, working outside supervisor. <laughs> Yeah. And the carnival thing kind of sold them. So you got me on. So talk about the carnival. Like go back a little bit. Um yeah. that that's just kind of like a glancing word, like, but it means so much. So like uh explain <laughs> kind of like what that what that meant when you say you're trout you work you lived in a carnival family. What what would what does that mean? Yeah, my father owned All American Shows Incorporated. It was basically uh, you know, people a lot of people know it better as like a fair, state fair, stuff like that. Right, right, right on the rides of the corporation and we basically booked everything else in and I traveled from I would go to school regular um, in Andalusia and the day school got out my brother and I would go up we would work all summer and then literally the day before school started back we would go back down the next morning we start school so every summer all the other kids were doing this and that you know my brother and I were out there and it was a interesting lifestyle we traveled every week different spots um, learned to work hard it was it was a good environment though. Right. And, and so like sure. a very absolutely, absolutely. You had the baddest <laughs> birthday parties ever though, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we like we like the party a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you had the carnival rides and everything. That was those I always I always was jealous. I always wanted to come to your birthday parties. So <laughs> so uh yeah, exactly, exactly. Um so so doing that, like a lot of guys and I've learned this too. So when I, I caddied uh, several weeks back for a form tour event and, and all the dudes know each other because yeah. of like, ju- because of like junior golf and stuff like uh, that. And, uh, and you didn't have that sort of, uh, you didn't have, you know, you weren't as, you, you didn't really have that opportunity to kind of like plant your roots and, and this, that, and the other, cause that's a big way that things are like, you get recruited and stuff like that as well. So yeah. So that's even more impressive that you didn't have. It's kind of like playing on an AAU basketball team. You didn't really have that. You just y'all balled out in high school and won a couple state championships, I believe, and yeah, three. Uh, three three state championships. And uh, so um, that is that is a different that's a, a different road different road to get there. Um, but it's even more impressive that you kind of had like a late start, so to speak, or like maybe not a late start, but like not as in-depth start as a lot of these guys have, and, and you still got to where you were. So 
Um, that's always been impressive to me. So big break calls. How does that like audition process work? Like, was it like multiple auditions? Did you have to go play for them? Like, how did that, you said you did the interview, but like, how did that whole, how did that whole thing work? No, nah, you know, that we, we go up to an event. It was uh, somewhere over in Georgia. Um, I yeah. didn't have the money to play. I just went and talked to the guys. They were beside the range. And my buddy, my teammate and I, Rourke, you remember Rourke Vanderspoor? Rourke Vanderspoor, right. He went, you know, he's a very nice guy, but he does the very professional spill in the interview and stuff, and I'm listening to him. So they call me up, and, you know, the guy's like, oh, what's your story? I'm like, well, which one do you want to know? <laughs> right. And he's like, you know, he kind of looks around the camera. He's like, yeah, what does that mean? I was like, well, I grew up on a carnival. I'm not like all these other guys out here. You know, we were had a lot of finances at one point lost everything so i've been on both sides now i'm uh busting my ass up at a bar i work a door i knocked a guy out two weeks ago he got fired from that job and now i'm working at graystone trying to get back on tour the guy was just like what the he... hell <laughs> so i was just like yeah he's like what are you shooting i was like well my last tournament i shot 67 66 you know played pretty good and he was like all right give us your phone number and that was basically it he was like well uh he shut the camera off and he was like, dude, you got to tell me more about this carnival. Like, you know, where they're drugs yeah. and stuff. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> he didn't yeah. really give us golf. He was just like, all right, this is different. So, right, right. So, uh, how did they like let you know that you got, like, that you got it or like you're in? Was so it they called then me, or they called you a few weeks or? Yeah, it was about two weeks. They called. I was in Greystone and, you know, they had all these people around the phone and stuff and they're like, hey, you know, you have anywhere you can sit down? I was like, not really. I'm working right now. <laughs> the guy's like, you're in. You're on the show. And I was like, okay, I appreciate it. Um, is there anything I need to do? And the guy's like, you're you're on. You know, usually we hear a lot of excitement. And I was like, man, it is 102 degrees out here. I just got yeah. down to unload range. I don't really have time right now to be all jumping Excited. up and down. Yeah, but, but thank hey, you. Yeah, the guy was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do we regret this? Do we regret yeah, it? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Like, could be an asshole, but no, it was it was really good. Yeah, cool. So, how quick after that did you have to fly down there to Palm Beach? It was a while, actually. We went through a lot of stuff after that. You know, we had um, documents aside, all this kind of stuff, and then I can't even actually remember when it was. Maybe a a month or so. Yeah, but everything was very, you know, a lot of NDA stuff like that. So it was. It was pretty hush hush. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um you played at y'all did all your shoot all the shooting was done at um PGA National, right? That's where yep. pretty much all of it, which is absolutely awesome to think that that you get to play that course basically for however long. Um how I, I, they break it up, it's like eight or ten episodes over eight weeks. You're not there anywhere near that length of time. So, like, how long was the actual – how long is the whole – like, that whole show, the actual show? Somewhere around 14 days we were down there. 14 days? Yeah. And then uh, are you are you basically, like, doing the skill stuff every single day or, like, all day? Or do you do, like – y'all just go, like, play in the mornings and then y'all do skill stuff in the afternoon? Like, how did that yeah. whole – it was it was incredibly impressive how organized and structured they were. I mean, it, you know, they're obviously it's a serious show, but the production 
the way they have it set up was kind of eye-opening. I mean, we would start at basically right at 4.45, 5 in the morning, do the makeup, um, get yeah. ready, and you'd basically warm up. And then it was kind of interesting. You'd wait a little bit while they're setting everything up. But it was it was an all-day deal. I mean, it wasn't, you know, they're, they're not messing around. So they kind of had everything structured very well. We would do this, film, and then get up. Even when you got kicked off, which I got kicked off very early, it was still, you know, you had the excursions and stuff. You're still incorporated in it. So it was, uh, it was very cool to see how they made all that work. You got screwed on the, you got screwed on the shootout on that lie in the rough. That was, <laughs> you hit it like, bad, it was a bad, it was a bad break on a big break. It like, you hit a, I think your drive, what your drive goes like literally like two yards out, out of the fairway. And it's like, it sinks down like, three inches you can't even see the ball it's like yeah, it was that was that was the first one I actually hit a good shot out of there almost hold it and two putted and we both made it through and then um the next day chad uh pfeiffer actually eliminate eliminated me on that uh kind of short game challenge i, I missed the wedge shot in the that's back right mark. that's right kind of got put out that's right um you had there was some pretty good uh there was some pretty good um players that were with you that like i said earlier i kind of i teased at the brian brothers that you see those guys on on social media wesley i believe is the one that's on tour yeah. now I, I think the younger one george he had, he had a medical uh i think he right. surgery or something like that but yeah he's one he's, he's a always oh, he was a solid player in south carolina did he win it who won did wesley what? win it did who did no, wesley uh, no richie Wierenski rich Wierenski. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 We were just. It's funny. We were just talking about. We we're just talking about Richie last the uh, either last show or the f- show before last. That it's just embarrassing. But we we're like we know that name, but like where did it come from? And then that's what it was. That's he won the big break. That's that's exactly that's a, what it was. He's a, he's a great player, and I mean the same a great guy. So it, you know, it's, it's been good to see him succeed um, compared to others. So the Chad Chad Pfeiffer, that was the guy. He was the Iraq War veteran, right? That had the the missing leg. Is that correct? Yeah. Like he could play, man. He could no, play. He's, that, he's just, I mean, he's amazing, amazing player, man. He's, I mean, he would gr- he, he would just grind it out. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, he was. Uh, also that was. A, I mean, he would be he would be cool to, to speak to for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He'd be a cool guy to hang out with. Um, all right, so you you like you said you went out you you went out I think the I don't know the second or third episode um, second episode, yeah. second how long do you do you you said you stayed though you had to st- you stayed for the whole thing like all the way to the end yeah like the whole two weeks and uh, did I mean what happened after that as far as like where where did you go after that where after big break you went up was it to steel steelwood or like where did you go from there to start kind of no, I went back home to Birmingham and worked there for about a, yeah. about a year I worked. And then uh, Mark Blackbird actually introduced me to uh, basically a mentor that I have now. He's, he's basically like my father figure. And this guy comes up one day. I was about to quit. I have my clubs on eBay, actually. Um, I just figured that, you know, enough times without any money to play, it doesn't matter what you're shooting, I was going to give it up. And two days later, Mark has me come out and play with him. I meet this guy. I get done. He gives me five grand in the parking lot 
And I went three weeks later and uh, got my card for South America and went and played down there. Yeah. And that was 15. And then uh, 2000, the end of that year, I went over to Africa. Right. Five Sunshine Tour and kind of got everything rolling. Uh, made every cut that first half of the year. Had full status and slipped in a shower and broke my ankle. Um, I remember this. Yeah, after my last cut, there was a summer. So over there, which is a winter, it was our off season. I was going to come home for two months. Slept in a shower, broke my ankle, um, healed up, but I couldn't get the money to go back over. Um, lost my status, lost my world ranking points, and that was it. Oh, just it's like just like a couple of bad breaks after bad break, man. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you've uh, you 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 still kind of uh, you know you still grind it out. And when did you go like? At, at what point did you transition to kind of there was a t- there was a good time frame where you were coaching some like really good young golfers some like you were coaching some mini tour guys like how did that yeah. whole how did that whole process happen well i came back home in 2016 not a sob story but i'll make it quick but i you know didn't have <laughs> i go from finally getting the career going um you're traveling the world playing golf playing well and everything gets swept out from under you so I sit there for about three months and did the whole self-pity thing and finally just pulled it all together and said, all right, what's the next step? You know, maybe if I can't get the finances to play again, then we'll, I've always coached. I've been a good coach. I was fortunate to be around, you know, Hank Johnson, Rob Strato, Mark Blackburn. So I uh, started my own business and the whole plan was at the end of 2016, I sat down, drew out a plan and I said, in, you know, three years, I want to be able to save enough, enough money to fund myself that way I don't have to rely on anybody else. So right, still, right. everything was still built on playing. So I started the business. Steelwood was fortunate to have a empty building there. I financed it out, got to work and actually grew a hell of a clientele there for uh, three, three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. You're um, our boy, Jordy worked with you, right? Jordy Hayden. Yeah. Yeah, man. We, we had him win in a while there. He was, he was Dude, well. Jordy, Jordy just dominated. Uh, was it the scratch tour down there in uh, yeah. Mobile, Baldwin, Gulf coast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, you, you took him to new heights. He just, he was yeah. just stroking everybody. Did very well. Yeah. It was, it was fun to coach. Dude, we could tell Jordy stories for hours too. So, uh, <laughs> We don't have we don't have enough time to tell all the Jordy stories, but You're gonna the, need that too. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna yeah we're gonna they're gonna have to be edited as well. Yeah, um, so uh, so like you get into co- you, like you said, you're doing coaching. Um, you got some really good you got a really good clientele. Um, what's what's na- like what's going on now? Like, tell us what 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 you got going on now. Yeah, so, I mean, we basically have one of the best uh, facilities in the state um, from a technology standpoint. You know, it was very clean, right. organized. Um, I did more of a, you know, if, if players came to me that were very serious and we would look at creating a process and a structure of everything. We monitored their sleep, their nutrition. We looked at every facet of their game. So I was really serious about trying to, you know, develop tournament players. Right. Uh, so that was – you know, it was, it was good. Like I said, I was fortunate to be able to do that, but all the while I was building up other businesses. I had two other businesses that I created. Um, everything was just basically a goal to try to get me back to playing. So I'm sitting there watching all these other guys that I want to play against succeed. And, you know, I'm standing behind these other players coaching. It was, it was uh, kind of bittersweet. Yeah. And you're like, just absolutely jacked 
and uh, in just amazing shape too. And you could probably just beat beat everybody that you're that you're coaching as well. I know that's got to be a, like a sour feeling too. Um, so you uh, so today though, like what what's the what's uh, you know you said you said you were playing a tournament this week. Like what's Zach doing right now? Like what are you doing right now? What does it look like? What do we got coming down the road? Like what what what's what's going on and and how are we looking right now? Yeah, so I shut down ZSP Golf, um, which was my coaching business. Just basically liquidated all the equipment. Um, I sold, shut down and sold ZSP Industries, which was a dustless blasting company that I started. Right. Um, and I sold basically two other businesses that I had. Combined all that together. Um, had two people help me with a, uh, basically a, a set side of funding, and I got back to playing. So I moved back to Birmingham. Um, in a loft in my buddy's house, basically went all in. And, nice. Um, uh, started playing back tournaments beginning of this year, maybe around March, and struggled yeah. the whole year. I struggled pretty badly to get my game because it's been so long to play. But the last couple of weeks, I'm you know everything's gearing up for Q school. Yep. I played uh, the G Pro Tour up in Carolina. I think I played last week in Columbia. Had a good top ten there, and then just finished today. Um, and had a top ten again, so the game started really nice. And hey, don't don't sell yourself short. You win. You uh, just walk the dog at the Andalusia four ball too. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's our that's my Masters every year. So that's the big tournament I go to, and uh, yeah. y'all 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 took it to them out there. Um, yeah, that, that, was, was, that was a fun weekend. That was good to see. It was good to see you out there. Um, by the way. <laughs> Sidebar, I want that hat you have. I want that the camo oh, stone, yeah, stone hat. That I yeah. want that bad. I, I played I played Greystone uh for the first time this year, somewhere around like April or May. We played the legacy course and yeah, gosh, man, that facility is freaking amazing. You got the Zoysia Fairways, the bent grass greens, like Zoysia Fairways are like a cheat code. I swear, dude. They're you just, you just, it's so pristine. I, I, that, that is a, that is a prime place for guys like you to just get dialed in. And um, there was actually a lot of tour guys out there um, when we were there. I think uh, MJ, Michael Johnson was out there. Um, yep. Zach, Zach Sucher. Zep uh, Straka. Yep. Uh, Zep, uh, that, Zeb, that, they were, he was there as well. Um, I mean, yeah. that's a, that's a big time facility for, um, just guys out there trying to grind it out, get ready to go, ready to go play. So where will you go to? Um, got two more things I want to talk about. I want to talk about yep. Q School. Um, mm-hmm. So where do you? How does Q School work? Tell us how. To, that's one thing that we've never really talked about. Like how does Q School work? What are like after you finish? How do you know where you go? Like what? How does how does just kind of tell us the average dudes? Like how does Q School work? Yeah, it's basically a it's a three stage elimination, um, four stage if you have to go to pre qualifying. So right, you basically right. put up five grand, and you get into if you have to go to pre qualifying. Guys do they they pre qualify in the first stage, and then if you have if you've had status or previous status, you can bypass stages. So I go straight to first. Basically, it's just like a tournament, but you play and try to finish. I think it's almost top twenty five every week. So right. October, you finish top 25, that advances you to second stage, finish top 25 there. Third stage, 
you finish top 25 there, you get your card. You cool. get status if you go to third stage, but there's so many criterias now from past players and the corn fairy that it's, right. um, you know, if you don't get top 25, you get a conditional status. Like I've had a buddy finish 27. He only got a few starts. So he's, you know, a couple shots, man, that can make or break up basically a, a career. So, And this is on uh, w- when you're saying uh, when you, if you get in the top 25, you get status on the tour. That's the corn, f- the corn fairy tour, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, how do you get, is, is there not ways though, that like if you finish certain levels that they may send you, like you may get status on like PGA tour, Latin America, the McKenzie uh, tour one. No, it's not like that anymore. Separate Q schools. I mean, you have to Those go. Are, okay. Okay. So you're going to the Q school for the corn fairy tour. Yeah. Corn fairy tour. Yep. Gotcha. 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 Um, our buddy Blaine Barber, um, just yeah. finish this season. And I think that's probably something he's going to have to do too. So, um, and y'all are both, that's just, I play golf with both of y'all and it's just, oh yeah. That's, people don't understand. Like, like for example, like I may go shoot 73 today from the, from 6,300 yards. I'm like, dang, I got it going on. But like you got, there's so many dudes. They're just so dang good at golf. Like it's, it's amazing. The competition level out there. Yeah. It has. I mean, this week we played uh, Chapmos. They had it. They had the greens rolling. They're very undulated. They had them rolling about eleven. I mean, they were they were wow. quick with the slopes. I mean, it was they were extremely challenging. They, well, I, I shot sixty eight, sixty nine, sixty seven today to finish tenth. <laughs> yeah, sixty eight, sixty nine, sixty seven. Par seventy two. No, par seventy. They converted par- two par fives. To par, to par four. fours. Yeah, nine was four ninety, and uh, I think twelve was five oh six. So we converted those two <laughs> into par fours, and it's you know it's just uh, it's good. Golf That's all golf. you want. That's all you want. That's all you want. Yeah. So um, all right. So you're gonna go to Q school. Where where will it? Where will these stages be? Like if you you know where the first stage will be? Yeah, for me, I, I basically get selection basically. So first stage for me is Mobile, the Robertson Jones there, Magnolia Grove. Nice. Uh, Highlands and Dothan. So okay, I know both yeah. of those. Yeah, Magnolia well, Grove is kind of a low scores. Highlands really sets up because it's a long golf course, and that, that yeah. suits my. Which uh, which one at uh, Magnolia Grove, Grove do you think you'll play? Probably the. Is it the uh, the crossings? Is that the right? crossing? I think that's the one that used to do the, the crossings. They did the LPGA, I believe. It's the one yeah. that's. I think it comes back to the clubhouse. It's like it's. The fall, the falls is just a links. It goes all the way out, and I think you you don't come back until eighteen. So, I think yeah, cro- back. Yeah, yeah, cool. So you go top twenty five there. You'll move to second stage all the way to the to the final stage, and then from there, that's how we'll get on. That's how we'll get us on get uh get Zach back on the Corn Ferry Tour, right? Yeah. Cool, cool. So the last thing I kind of stumbled upon, um, I kind of stumbled upon this. Uh, I kind of stumbled upon this by accident. Um, I didn't even know that you got you were sponsored by them, but it's something I've always been intrigued by because I've always wanted to be able to. Um, you, I, I like data, and I like being able to use things to kind of track my stats. But the problem is, I don't. I don't know how to do it the right way. And then I don't know how to take that data and apply it and make myself better. So um, I've always been following this company Arcos um, and it's the the club sensors that you put in the, in the grip of your, uh, the grip of your club. And then it tracks 
how far you hit shots, where you hit shots, how you miss, what you and things like that. But how did you get hooked up with him? And um, I just butchered uh, describing it. Sell us on, sell us on, sell us on it because like I've always, I've always been so intrigued by it. Yeah. So Ryan Chrysler, um, great friend of mine. I've worked alongside of him. He's a lead instructor for Claude Harmon down at the Butch Harmon Floridian. Claude, yeah. So we were down there, um, and he brings out this box, and I had these strange-looking grips with citrus at the bottom of them. And I was like, what the hell is that? You know, and he said, oh, they're <laughs> tracking all my junior golfers' stats. They just hit the shots, and it records where they are, and I can see every shot they hit. So he brings up all these data analytics and strokes gained, and I was like, yeah, order me a couple boxes. And fortunately, I mean, and he's an awesome guy, but he – Gave me a couple boxes, said try them out, and then um, I did. I gave a lot of feedback. They actually took some of the feedback, implemented it into the software, right. and called me down to make a commercial after that. And um, I just, yeah, they, yeah they've, they've supported me, and I've supported the product. The product's really, really good. So if you're an uh, if you're an amateur golfer, you're you know a ten handicap. Um, if I if I'm not mistaken, I, I've I've watched a lot of the infomercials. You can like sort of kind of put yourself as like a goal handicap or a target handicap yeah. that you want to get to. And what it'll do is it'll when you play around, it'll give you your strokes gained analytics compared to pair compared to the target handicap. So if it's your putting is terrible, it'll, it'll track that and it'll compare it to like, let's say if you, if you're a 10, you want to get to a five, it'll compare you to the five handicap. And, and that's through the whole bag, short yep. game, uh, yardage, things like that. So, um, and then correct me if I'm wrong, it'll give you like drills and stuff like that that you can do to help, you know, bolster or get better at those certain parts of your game. Yeah, so it'll show, you know, like today I, I lost. I hit 17 greens, shot 67, and lost like 1.6 shots on putting. I had two three putts. So they have selected instructors, but it'll pull up like basically tips on that part of your game. And, you know, I mean, the main thing I always saw coaching and the main thing we see, you know, tour players, they know their game. But, I mean, the average golfers and even really good golfers – They've, they're always talking about, well, I didn't drive the ball well. Well, this can actually show you, you drove the ball better than you think, but you missed, you know, four putts instead of 10 feet. So it really shows you a proper insight, not emotionally. Exactly. Drastically compared to just. Exactly. It's like more targeted, more targeted. Uh, I guess you can have more targeted practice on fixing the things that are actually costing you strokes. Like you can literally see. It, it keeps up and you just play like you don't have to do anything. You just play. You just put them in, download the app. You got it on your phone. And I think they even now have they have like the little caddy clip or like the little yeah. clip that's Bluetooth. So you don't have to keep your phone in your pocket and uh, it just, you just play. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to have your notebook keeping. Oh, I hit this fairway. I missed this fairway left. And then I got to go put it in a spreadsheet. And you don't have to do that. It does it all for you. So um, it's uh, Arcos. It's A-R-C-C-O-S. Is that correct? Golf.com. Arcos Golf. And um, yeah, dude, uh, I think it's something that I'm definitely checking out. I'm probably going to purchase here soon. And I want to start doing some uh, doing some testing with it and, and play some rounds with it and just kind of get my get my game uh, fine tuned. I can't wait to see how terrible my strokes game putting is. That's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna 
put my target at like a zero or plus two or three and just like get embarrassed with my strokes game putting. So <laughs> you gotta be on good greens. Don't look at strokes game if you're on four greens. It doesn't work. That's true. Hey, we play some pretty AUC, you've played uh university club. Yeah. That's for, yeah. we're they're 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 pretty smooth right now. So um yeah. Zach dude, this has been so awesome to catch up. Yeah. Um you are uh, it's it's funny, like we always tell each other happy birthday because we got the same birthday. It's super easy to remember. We could do a whole show just telling crazy stories like how we how I wrecked into a parked car in your vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> how I wrecked your car in a parking lot into a parked Best car. Birthday Best birthday ever. Um <laughs> shout out to that Chinese restaurant or Japanese steakhouse in Enterprise, Alabama. So uh I mean, there's so many things, but uh, it's good to see you. I'm glad you're, <laughs> I'm glad you're playing golf. I'm glad you're, um, you're chasing it still and grinding. And uh, thank you so much. Kind of last minute jumping on with us and, and filling in. And you're way better looking than uh, Nate and Ben. So uh, that's going to help us out too with the ladies when we post this online. So uh, we appreciate oh, it, dude. How do they find you on social media? I actually deleted all social media. I've okay. got. Uh, I think I've got Instagram, add C Portamont, but man, it's, you know, if I play well enough, I think people will eventually see what's They'll going find, on. They'll find you. Cool. We're going to the old school route. The old, the old school route. No distractions. No distractions. You sound yeah. like, that's kind of like uh, Boo, Boo Weekly was on a couple of weeks ago and uh, her last, last Friday and he called it facial media. <laughs> that's basically what it is. All I saw Facial was media. Cool weird faces and filters so i'm like yeah i'm out you know yeah I'm, I'm yeah i don't think he uh i don't think he runs his social media at all I, he hadn't tweeted in like since 2018 and uh every now and then there'll be like a pretty random instagram post out there so uh we just uh so we'll just uh we'll we'll i'll text i'll keep everybody updated we'll, we'll yeah, follow you, you. yeah i don't even know what yeah. tiktok was two weeks ago so we barely know what it is we're, that's why we're the dad bods. We don't, we barely know what TikTok is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, everybody, this, like I said, episode 27, appreciate y'all support. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, subscribe to YouTube. Would be really fun if we get to a thousand subscribers. Zach and I will jump on a live YouTube and take, we'll just chat like live chat, like have questions, call ins, things like that. The more subscribers, but- the more subscribers, the better uh, the the better opportunities that we have for stuff like this. Um, go rate, subscribe, and review on the podcast app. Uh, the funnier the review, the better chance we'll read it out online, call you out online. So, so do that, and uh, y'all just catch us next time. Uh, Zach, again, we're pulling for you, buddy. We'll talk to you uh, soon. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.